This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Can we just have an old-fashioned Holy Ghost meeting tonight? A, a messy one? A messy one that we'll leave it to the theologians to explain what happened? Is that cool? Is that all right? Is that okay? Courtenay. Jesus. Yeah. Who, did he say wreck us? Remember this. Good theology is good. It's very important. I'm not discounting that. But theology doesn't save. Only Jesus saves. Only Jesus saves. And Jesus, Jesus is not a concept or a doctrine. He's a living, breathing person. I'm telling you, if I were you right now, the man, I feel the Lord. Wow. Wow. Hit those things, man. the things of the Spirit to you. I, I came so that you'd experience the things of the Spirit. It's way easier to talk about honey than dispense it. A buddy of mine said, I think it's time we let Jesus come make a mess of us and try to pastor that. I think he's right. We need the Holy Spirit. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Lord, I don't know how many people want you, but we want you tonight. I want you. I want you to do whatever you want to do. I don't know.
If I were you, I'd let go right now and jump in. To the river of delight. So the Bible says he'll give you to drink from the river of delight. sense Jesus. It's such a joy to be here. What an honor. It's always hard after I worship to do all of the important stuff. This is important. I honor CFNI. What a joy to be here. And what a joy to minister to all of you world changers. You know, when I came here, I told my friend Kurt, who's right there, I said, the beauty of coming to a place like CFNI is you know people are going to run with, with what they catch. Sometimes you preach places where you're hoping one or two grab it. Places like this, if you catch what I'm talking about and catch what God wants to give you, not just listen to what I'm saying, but give more attention to the presence of Jesus while I'm speaking than what I'm actually saying, you can catch what's flowing. You see, the world is full of people that know stuff. The world's full of people who know the right doctrine. The only problem is nobody's got it all right. <coughs> right? Because truth is not a set of bullet points. Truth is a man. His name is Jesus. There is no truth outside of him. In fact, correct thought and correct doctrine outside of his presence can become an idol that will destroy you. Is healing true? Say yes. Many of you will get healed tonight. Healing is true. But can I say in the name of healing, be healed? No. Is deliverance true? Can I say in the name of deliverance, be free of that devil? No. I'm an evangelist, so I believe in grace. Is grace true? Can I say in the name of grace, be saved? No. Anything detached from him becomes an idol. Anything. 
anything. And if you love your favorite verse more than the one the verse is talking about, your Bible will become your idol. I know I'm ruffling feathers, but I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost. Listen to me. This house, this university was planted by a burning man and a burning woman. Been a friend of our family for decades. They weren't content with knowing that some knowing something was right or wrong. They had to have the one those pages talked about, and they would not stop until he jumped out of those pages and pressed his face into theirs. Debaters do not make history. Jesus lovers make history. You say, man, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than just Jesus. The only problem with that is he's everything. And you can't have more than everything. Can I keep going? I want to thank James for having me. Such a joy. Thank you for the honor. This is my friend Courtenay. That's Noah. That's the name of her cello. She named it Noah. I don't know why. Because it's big like an ark, right? And this is Phil King, who you all know, who's my buddy. Yeah. And we've known each other for a while. Love you. And uh, Charlie and Jordan, would you stand up? Yeah. As you know, they're CFNI-ites. And now they're down in Orlando serving at our ministry, Jesus Image. And it's been amazing to have them. Can I talk to you a little more about Jesus? Father, help me tonight. You've got to do more. You can't leave me like this. You can't leave us like this. You've got to do something tonight. And so we yield to you the best we can. So I was sitting there today thinking, what do you want to say to these world changers? What what is it you have, Lord, in your heart to give them? Many of you have made incredible sacrifices just to come to CFNI. And I think that's a piece of the combustible combination here, right? The presence of God resides here is because people are paying a price to be with the Lord and allow Him to mark them so that they can go to the nations, right? So I thought to myself, I, I want to bring something tonight that matches that level of sacrifice that you've made and that those before you have made so that you can just sit here. When Brother Lindsay came, he paid a dear price. And we all get to benefit from the sweat, the blood, the tears, and the prayerful and sleepless nights that those who've gone before us have had to endure. In light of all that, I thought, what's the most important thing I could tell them? And the answer is really simple. Jesus. I said, the most important thing I could ever say to you is Jesus. By the time you leave here tonight, I pray that if somebody asks you, what did that guy talk to me about? You'll say, man, I don't know. He just, he talked about Jesus. 
He made me want to love him. You say, no, no, dude, I came to learn how to get people out of wheelchairs. Well, you can do that and burn in hell. We do it everywhere we go. We just had a lady with polio for 58 years at our last meeting, sprinting through the 58 years with polio, tore the braces off, left them on the carpet. Well, how does that happen? Well, I never took a class on polio healing. I don't know why I'm walking. It just feels good. I feel the Lord. I, I, I never took a class on how to get a right deaf ear healed or a left deaf ear healed. But I'm telling you this, if you get him, and I don't mean just here, he's got to become your soul addiction. You say, man, I want the power of the Spirit. What do you think it's for? You say, I want to meet the Holy Spirit. Well, if you meet him, he's going to tell you about the one he loves. proof that someone is filled with, filled with the Spirit is this. Jesus jumps out of their skin. They can't stop talking about Him. Man, even when they don't talk about Him, it's like their eyes are these sermons that freak you out. They read Leviticus. They see Jesus there. They look at Noah. Not that Noah. Noah's ark. And they go, that's not about a boat. Jesus is the ark. The window is the wound on his side. The dove flying out is his spirit being released when he was pierced on the cross. These are the kind of Jesus people God is raising up. No matter where they look, they go outside, the sun comes up, they go, oh my gosh, Jesus came out of the grave. They sit on their back porch at night reading their Bible. The sun goes down and go, oh, I'm so grateful you died and the sky became dark. This is the addiction I'm talking about. It's crazy and it's wild, but it's the only way to live. You do anything else, you're just a gospel employee, and God's not interested in raising up gospel employees like Balaam and Judas. Judas raised more dead people than everybody here. But today, he's wishing he heard just one more time what I'm telling you right now. Jesus said it was better that he was never born. My friend, you can work for God and live in eternal darkness. But if you love Jesus, you'll never lack power. You say, tell me something more than loving Jesus. That'd be okay, but I'd be backsliding while I'm telling you that. I can't do it. It's the crescendo. You say, give me a bullet point. I will. It's one. Jesus. You say, oh, there's got to be more, man. I mean, people got to get saved. Doesn't his name mean the Lord, our Savior? who he is you remember when you first got saved and his name brought a tear to your eye am I talking to anybody I feel the Holy Ghost stirring first love up in here you ever look at Heidi Heidi's been through here right James you ever look into her eyes you go something's not right in there in a good way something's different about this woman what is it why it's because she's with Jesus at four in the morning Hey, before you jump on this thing and check your status, get on your face before fire himself. You didn't hear me. There are no shortcuts to the glory of God. None. This isn't condemnation. This is love. Jesus loves you enough to want you to come to him. 
He's not interested in marrying you for your position theologically. I didn't marry my wife so I would get the marriage certificate. People say, oh, I don't care if he touches me. I don't need to feel him. Huh? I don't need him to talk to me. What? David said, if thou beest silent unto me, it's like I'm in the pit. I've seen people, I know that doesn't happen here, but I'm telling you, this is a stern warning from the Spirit. I've seen people study themselves out of love. I see it all the time. I had a guy that used to run with me who watched deaf ears happen under my fingers by the grace of God. He watched us in front of a whole stadium. I had to pray seven times for the guy, and he was catching. Seven times I said, oh, Jesus, please open these, these ears. They didn't open. I said, oh, this, I look like an idiot. I was first starting. People were staring. Oh, this guy's really falling on his face. I said, Lord, I'm going to pray for these ears until they blow open. I don't care if I have to stay here all night. And you know the dumber we look? I think he, I think he likes it. I think he likes it. Do you, check this out. Nowhere on Jesus' priority list is how cool you look when he touches you. You know what he'd like to do to you tonight? so wreck you that your dignity gets crucified. You see, look, man, I'm telling you. Uh, James, can I really cut loose? Okay. Look, skinny jeans don't get people out of wheelchairs. iPads don't get people out of wheelchairs. Your fresh fade and your new iPhone 12, whatever. The devil's not afraid of any of that. Your tattoo on your wrist that says you have a testimony in Hebrew that you can't even read. And your deep v-neck? You know what I'm saying? The whole urban... No, no, no. The devil laughs at all that. In fact, I think he enjoys many of our meetings because we don't sit with Jesus long enough until he sets us on fire. Now, I like my... These aren't skinny jeans, but they're pretty snug. I'm not saying you don't have to look fresh. That's up to you, but in... Trust me. Get the anointing. Come hell or high water, do what you have to do to get his hand to touch your face. Instead of debating on social media, sorry, buddy. Instead of debating on social media, why don't you sit in stillness until his glory purges your desires? I'm talking about people who say, I'm not leaving this prayer room. Until you walk in. Remember, when you're waiting on the Lord, make sure you wait on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord is way different than waiting on your devotional. Waiting on the Lord is way different than waiting on your clock. Because the clock didn't die on the cross. Jesus did. Wait till he comes. And when he comes, this is what you say. What do I have to do to keep you here? You want a song? I'll sing. You want me on my face? I'll stay here. You want me to wait in quiet? I'll wait. You want me to dance? What do you want, Jesus? Whatever you want right now, I'll do it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what the Jesus people are. They're addicted. Nothing else will do. Nothing else will do. Not notoriety, not pulpits, not your name. None of it matters. None of it will make you happy. People, look at me. I don't know what your dreams are, but even if your dream is to win a continent, if you don't touch him every day, you won't be happy. 
she was lacking are men who've so been with him and women who've so been with him that they leave with a limp like Jacob. We think it's strength to stand in our own strength. It's not strength. It's self-righteousness and independence because it's still not by might. It's still, still in 2017, it's still not by power. It's still by my spirit. It's still by my spirit, saith the Lord. Still. But it's those people who've so been weathered by the presence who they've allowed God's glory to crush their legs of independence, to break them down in their own strength. Wherever they go, they seem to talk different. There's something on their words. They could sing old MacDonald and something happens in the hearts of men. They may not get it all right. But Jesus doesn't just live in their meetings. He lives on their words. It's like he sits on their words like bricks and it starts to shatter the hearts of men. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a people who are addicted to the lamb, who want nothing else, nothing else, nothing else. They know in themselves they have nothing good to bring. You know what my biggest fear was growing up? Public speaking. God has a sense of humor. He does. He has a sense of humor. I went to the University of Florida on a golf scholarship. I worked my tail off studying for this one class. I had an A in the class, and when I got to the final exam, it was an oral presentation. I looked in. The place was packed. Studied the whole semester. Had an A. When I saw the crowd, I ran out of the classroom, straight back to my dorm and took a C. Failed the exam. Ended up with a C. I was afraid of people. But God gets glory in taking the weak. You might feel stupid. You might feel, man, I read my Bible. I love my Bible. I feel his presence when I read, but I can't. When somebody says, oh, brother, I'm just standing on Psalm 28, verse 4, I stare at him like, I don't know what Psalm 28, verse 4 is. But I want Jesus. So he can work with that. You should know what Psalm 28, verse 4 is. I'm not, look, I'm just saying this. When you jump in that book, make sure you're holding his hand. Take the word and go like this. You get all alone with him. All alone with him. You turn your phone off. You get all alone with Jesus before you do anything. You see, because he's a romantic bridegroom. He doesn't just care that we spend time with him. He also cares when we spend time with him. A tithe is not only a tenth. A tithe is the first tenth. So if you give him a tenth, it's not the first tenth. It's not a tithe to him with our finances. How much more so? Our time with Jesus. All of it matters. Man, make it romantic. I put my Bible out the night before. I get my communion elements out the night before. I put them in my prayer room. And I say little childish to what some would think are stupid things. I say, Jesus, I'm coming in the morning. You meet me in that room. And I stop saying I'm going to pray and start saying I'm going to be with him. It's a big difference in your heart. It's a big difference. So I take my Bible. This is what I say. Holy Spirit, this is your word. Show me Jesus on every page. And man, I start reading. And I read about Adam and the Lord covering him with animal skins. I said, oh, wow, what a picture of the lamb covering us with his blood. 
And I read about the tabernacle and it's gaping purpose. This can't be about a color scheme. This is about Jesus the King. You read about the gold, that he's, he's also God Almighty. You read about silver, that he's our Redeemer. You read about the badger skins, that he had no form or comeliness, that he was ugly to men, but that he became our sin. You read about goat skin saying, I'll take your sin and run it outside the camp. This is Jesus. And you can do it every day. And don't hit the brakes until he's filled your heart with his presence. I heard a man say, I don't stop praying until my heart is warm. I love that, but I take it a step further and say, don't stop until it's burning. Don't stop until it's burning. You see, champions are made all alone with Jesus. That's where history is made with God. That's where you sit with Him. And you can't be fake because you're not Evangelist Michael there. You're just Michael. He ain't calling anybody apostle in their prayer closet. I promise you. It's just son or daughter. And the ulterior motives die there. It's not about crowds there. Because there are no crowds. It's just you, him, the angels, and the cloud of witnesses checking you out. That's a pretty good crowd. But that's where everything gets washed away. You see, the devil wants us to believe that we have to come perfect to the one who is perfect. He would hate for us to discover that coming to Him in His presence is what perfects us. And so He uses condemnation and guilt. Man, I'll never be like this guy. I'll never be like that guy. I can't come to Jesus. Coming to Jesus is what makes us like this guy or that guy. So what am I hoping for tonight? tomorrow morning before the sun's up this whole campus will be all alone in their own rooms sitting in delight with the one that loves them so that's the place where everything just happens how many of you believe in God for direction like what you're supposed to do after this can I just give you a tip don't look for doors to open and close find the door find the door you say I already found him well keep finding him until you found all of him I think that might take a while Jesus we love you Would you just talk to him for a moment Jesus we love you
I'll read this to you. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, hear me, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Another way to read that in the Greek is who has spoken Son to us, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom he also made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Jesus is the Father's only sermon. I'm going to say that again. If you gave the Father a megaphone from heaven and gave him a time limit, which would be pretty stupid, but if you told the Ancient of Days, you have one minute to preach a sermon from heaven. This is what he would say. This is my son. That's what he'd say. In whom I'm well pleased. In the New Testament, the father preaches one sermon. It's Jesus. I think it's time we value the father's only sermon. And when you're leading people to the Lord out on the street or wherever, don't forget to tell them about the Lord. At the core, it's not about just heaven and hell, though they're real. Only Jesus can get them to heaven. We come at people with all of this stuff and we forget Jesus in the whole thing. Don't come to your Bible. Come to Jesus through your Bible. When you go to pray, you'll know you're praying when you forget you're praying and you can only see Him. Be more aware of Him while you're worshiping. It's proof you're actually worshiping. I'm trying to stir somebody up, man, to go after Him with a reckless, fiery, crazy addiction because I used to try all this stuff all of it I wanted this guy's mantle and that guy's mantle I wanted to put them all together multiply them and make it mine only to find out it was a lot about me but only a few people want Jesus' mantle it's made out of wood it's a cross beam See, that mantle's an altar that fire can't say no to. Because every worthy altar finds fire. Our mantle's real, of course. But why miss Jesus chasing one of his servants' mantles? 
That's what qualifies you to get that mantle. Joshua spent more time in the tabernacle than Moses. It's what qualified him to walk in Moses' anointing. There's no way around Jesus. No way. None. You can't do it. I sat with Oral Roberts one afternoon. I said, Dr. Roberts, I've got to know. I want more miracles. I want more of this. I want bigger crowds. I got to know. He said, Find Jesus. No, you didn't hear my question. No, I heard your question, son. Find Jesus. Well, I'm already born again. Why'd you stop looking for him? He's limitless. I was with Reinhard Bunke one afternoon talking about his crusades and Reinhard looked me in the eye and said, Michael, (laughs) the crowds are not my reward. The presence of Jesus is my reward. of everyone here. I'm asking you to baptize them in fresh fire right now. Holy Spirit, recognize your presence here as the one who loves Jesus so tonight Lord give us that love so that we can love him as he deserves to be loved touch in the name of Jesus around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.